Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today's guest is Diane Haynes. She's the Chief Product and Marketing Officer at Mineral, which uses data, technology, and human expertise to provide HR and compliance services to small business. AI is working its way into a whole lot of areas of HR, and that includes with SMBs. So we'll talk about that, along with learning, bias, and transparency on this edition of PeopleTech. Hi, Diane. Welcome. Now, tell me about Mineral. What do you do, and, and why are you different? Yeah, so Mineral is um, a company that helps small and medium-sized businesses get ahead of their HR and compliance challenges. And the way we do that is we have a pretty amazing platform of HR and compliance information and tools that a small and medium-sized business can leverage. And then we also have a team of fabulous HR and legal experts that provide a lifeline to those small and medium-sized businesses if they still need help beyond the information that we provide on our platform. So it's both platform and services that we offer to small and medium-sized businesses. And can you tell me about your typical customer? I mean, first of all, is there a typical customer? And, and what do you think is concerning them right now? Oh, that's a great question, Mark. We just did a survey actually recently uh, where we every, we every year we survey our small and medium-sized business clients and ask them about what, what's concerning them right now. So a typical client for us is a small, medium-sized business that has through a either an insurance broker, a payroll provider, or a health insurance carrier um, gotten access to the mineral platform or our experts um, in order for them to understand more about what's going on in HR and compliance so they can keep their company compliant. And what we, uh, in the survey that we've recently done and we do every year, you know, it's really changed since last year. You know, last year we heard a lot about recruiting um, and things like that being something that folks were concerned about. There were still a lot of concerns around COVID and the changes. A lot of what we're hearing this year is a lot more focused on retention than recruiting. I mean, recruiting is always a concern, but there's been a market shift, at least amongst our clients around really being focused more on retention and engagement of their current employees, as well as reskilling their current employees versus necessarily as much focused on um, hiring new ones. And that might be a result from what we've seen of sort of of the economic um, concerns that people have and people are being a little bit more cautious about hiring so that therefore they're doubling down on their current employees. Those are the types of themes that we're hearing for sure. From small medium-sized businesses. Let me shift gears just a little bit. Um, everybody's talking about AI, yes, right now, and I'm curious what you think about how it will impact your customers, but also how it will impact your business. Everybody is talking about AI right now. I think every conversation I have, um, someone brings up the question, and as a result of that, we actually added a question to our survey about AI to ask our small and medium-sized businesses what, you know, how it's impacting what they're doing and what are they thinking about it. And interesting enough, um, a lot of our clients, small and medium-sized businesses, really aren't paying attention to AI. 
um, they are not making a requirement of vendors. They're not, they're not seeking out solutions with AI. What, uh, what is different is as the companies get larger, um, that changes. Um, but the core of the, um, the clients we have, which are really small, medium-sized businesses below a thousand employees, they're not really considering, oh gosh, I put, need to put AI as one of the requirements I have. They recognize the benefits of it, but they're not necessarily making a requirement. That being said, vendors and tech technology providers like Mineral, my goodness, I'm so excited about the opportunities that AI presents. We, we at Mineral really see it as in, um, an amazing enabling technology for us. If you think at the heart of what Mineral does is we take very complicated federal state um, regulations around HR and compliance, and we really make it more digestible and understandable for small and medium-sized businesses. And then we help them solve their needs um, that result as a result of these regulations. So as you can imagine, AI is, is a boon for us in terms of enabling us to be able to do that faster, more efficiently um, than ever before. So we're really excited. We're seeing AI as a great enabling technology. People are talking a lot about AI in, in learning and development. And yes. I'm, I'm kind of curious about how does uh, how do small businesses see that? I mean, did, how, how do they see the two integrating or, or AI driving learning? Well, uh, you know, again, when we talk to our clients, I don't know if they necessarily see it. I think that what they see is some of the benefits of it happening. Um, and what I mean by that is, as I take a look at some, some of the learning and development um, providers like ourselves um, and others, you know, where we see uh, AI applying to, to learning is really things like curriculum curation. So nowadays, um, a lot of the work is not just deploying training courses to employees. It's also choosing what courses are the right ones. I mean, Mark, the course for you may be different to train you on a topic may be different than the best course for me, even though it may be the same topic, or you and I might need different topics. And so curation of what training employees should take has become really important. Um, and there's been a lot of focus that in the L&D um, space. And so it's really interesting. Um, AI is coming forth really um, prominently to help curate the best training paths for employees. You know, nowadays you can take um, AI and apply it so that, you know, Mark and Mark's role, Diane and my role, given years of experience, um, maybe even where my career progresses, you know, an AI tool might recommend a different course for you versus me. And taking that into account and personalizing that curation. So that's that's a place I see it really coming forth is in terms of the curation of what training courses employees should take. The other thing I see is just the delivery. Um, it's really fascinating to me. Um, I had a client years ago who was starting to experiment with this, but imagine you're a new employee, Mark, at my company. And for the very first time, you need to book, you know, maybe you book a meeting room or you need to um, set up um, a virtual conference for the first time at this company. And you've done it before at other companies, but as we know, every company is different. Um, well, what's fascinating is I'm this client, and I've seen other clients do this too, they're starting to marry just-in-time training. And so what they match together is say, they say, Mark is an employee who's been here less than six months. 
he's creating an invite and he's inviting Diane, you know, perhaps we should actually deploy to him um, training on how to book a meeting room here at our company. Or if, he's, if you're setting up a virtual conference, maybe you've never done it before here at our company. That's just in time training, just as I'm doing something um, and using AI to be able to recognize not only, hey, here's a training moment um, and let's match that with the person who needs that training right now with the training that they need. And so just in time training, I think is another thing that I've seen AI really come to the forefront of being really helpful and a great enabling technology. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You know, since we're talking about learning, that's making me think about upskilling and yes. you know, wondering if if small businesses and small and medium-sized businesses are as obsessed with the idea of upskilling as, you know, the enterprises. Yeah, I mean, we actually talked about upskilling in the survey um, too. And because of this focus on retention for small and medium-sized businesses, the, you know, they, they need to do more with either less people or, um, or they're asking their people to do multiple jobs. And so as a result, this, this focus on retaining them and then upscaling them so they can do more for the business is really important. Um, I wouldn't say that I see as much with small and medium-sized businesses that there's as much focus on upscaling to develop the employee from a career perspective. Um, when I when I when I look at larger companies, enterprise companies, there's definitely this sense of upscaling, reskilling that comes up because it's all about career development. In small, medium-sized businesses, I have not seen that as much, and the survey doesn't really focus on that as much in terms of the responses that we got. Most of the focus on upskilling has been, hey, we have more to do now. We can't go hire more people to do this, um, or people have left, and therefore we need to upskill the people we have. So that that's something that we've definitely seen as a trend. You know the world. The world seems so complex today. I mean, even work seems so complex today. Are small businesses able to keep up with what their employees need to know? Well, we certainly don't think so because that's why we have a business here at Mineral, right? Um, so much of what we do is about giving small, medium-sized businesses peace of mind. Um, so about you know, we often hear from folks that we interview. I can't tell you, Mark, how many times I've heard one of our clients say, I can't sleep at night because I know there's something I'm missing. There's something I know I don't know. There's something around the corner that I'm not keeping up with and I'm putting the company at risk. So absolutely, the world is getting much more complex and it's a lot harder to do business today. And SMBs are having a really hard time keeping up. Enterprise companies, they can throw money, they can throw people at it. 
SMBs don't have as much ability to do that. So they are falling farther behind. And we're definitely hearing it from our clients that, that um, it's keeping them up at night and that they're not being able to keep up with the complexities of today's business world. Do, do you see any dangers of using AI learning? Anything that concerns you when you talk about that? You know, I think there's some things I, I teach a class at the local university here in Portland, Oregon, and um, around AI at the business school. And one of the things, and it may not be particular to learning, but I think it applies. There's some dangers in AI, um, and it's even hard for me to really kind of talk talk about those dangers because I'm such a proponent for AI. But there's some things to watch out for, I would say. You know, AI is based on models built on data. And inherently, that data, we have to be really careful that that data is not biased. And so that's where a lot of the concern comes up for folks around how do we make sure that the, the AI models are based on data that not is, is not already biased and therefore the AR algorithms um, spit out biased results. And that's kind of related to the next concern, which is there is a lack of transparency with a lot of these AI models of you know, how was the algorithm deciding how to make recommendations? Um, and again, tied to the bias, you know, if we don't know how the algorithm is working and how it's choosing information to provide to you, if it's biased information, I, I don't know if that's what's happening in the algorithm. So I think this lack of transparency of how the algorithms, how they're making its their decisions, as well as potential for bias in data, causes concerns. And, uh, you know, the other one that I hear a lot about um, is around privacy too, right? Because there's a lot of data that's being collected to be put into these models. Well, what if some of this data um, is co being collected in a way that is not respecting um, the, uh, the, the person's privacy, right? And so there, there's, I think these are all concerns. I don't know if I would call them dangers, but they're all concerns as we look to see and understand how we can use AI in business. So my last question for you, um, we've been talking about learning, um, but I'm wondering in general, uh, what's your take on HR using AI? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I, um, I'm sure like you, I have a lot of friends in HR um, and we have a lot of clients who, you know, have HR roles and what I've definitely seen as a trend over the last 10 to 15 years in this, in the field of HR, there's been a lot of focus on data collection in HR in the last 10 to 15 years and analytics. And because of that, it makes really a ton of sense that the next step for HR would be to make sense and then leverage that data to help predict trends. You know, um, you know who's the next potential person that we should promote into a manager role? Um, you know, who, who's at risk of leaving our company and, you know, collecting that data, which HR has been doing to varying degrees, depending on your company, AI is a perfect, um, enabling technology to come in and take all that data that HR teams are collecting or HR personnel are collecting and actually make sense of that data to then become actionable. So I think that's what's pretty excited for exciting for, to take the 10 and 15 years of data that, HR people have been collecting as they've gotten more and more systems they can use 
and now actually make sense of that data and action it in a way to really predict trends in their workforce and be more proactive versus reactive in HR. Diane, thank you very much. It was great to talk to you. I appreciate your coming by and I hope we can do it again sometime. Thanks for inviting me. My guest today has been Diane Haynes, the Chief Product and Marketing Officer at Mineral. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter Podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.